Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Welcome to a brand new week of AutoLine Daily. Thanks for making us part of your day, and now let's get to the reasons why you tuned in. When Fiat showed us the electric version of the 500E, it forgot to tell us one thing. Fiat did not develop the car. It was not developed by Chrysler either. Instead, 100% of the EV powertrain, including the batteries, the motor, the power electronics, and regenerative braking, were all developed by Bosch. Chrysler needed an EV to meet California's EV mandate, and so the fastest way to get it done was to buy everything from Bosch. You know, automakers rarely want to admit that suppliers often do a lot of their work, but now Bosch wants other car companies to know that it can do a California car for them as well. And now the Fiat 500 is getting a bigger brother, the 500L. Of course, the 500L has been on sale in Europe for several years, but now it makes its U.S. debut. It shares similar looks to its little brother, especially the front fascia, although it's actually based on the Fiat Panda. After getting some time behind the wheel, we appreciated the additional space. There's ample head and leg room in both the front and rear seats. It also handled the roads well and has a well-laid-out interior, although we did feel it could use a bit more power. The 500L is on sale now with a starting price just over $19,000, and we'll have a full report of the L in an upcoming AutoLine Daily. American Axle announced it will demolish seven factories in Detroit in hopes of selling the land that they sit on. The plants were closed when the UAW local refused to provide wage concessions to the company, which was saddled with some of the highest labor costs in the supplier segment. Yet the UAW local in Three Rivers, Michigan, located only several hours away from the Detroit plants, did provide the company with the concessions it wanted, and most of the work was moved there. It's a real loss for the city of Detroit, which desperately needs the jobs and tax base those kinds of factories can provide. And I've never understood why one part of the UAW could say no, while another part can say yes to the exact same contract. Ford's Sync and MyFord Touch infotainment systems have received mixed reviews and complaints from customers because its voice recognition and touch screens can be slow to react. But the company says nearly 80% of its 2013 models are equipped with them and have a higher satisfaction rate than customers who don't have them. Even so, future generations of Sync and MyFord Touch will incorporate buttons and knobs to make them easier to use. BMW just pulled the wraps off its all-new 4 Series Coupe. It shares the same 2-liter 4-cylinder engine as the 3 Series, but can also be had with a 3-liter inline-six. Both engines can be mated to an 8-speed automatic or a 6-speed manual, putting power to the rear wheels or the optional all-wheel drive system. The 4 Series Coupe hits U.S. showrooms this summer, with a starting price of over $41,000 for the rear-drive version and over $43,000 for the all-wheel-drive one. Harley-Davidson is celebrating its 110th anniversary this year with a series of events in 11 different countries. 
Last week, Harley enthusiasts rode into Rome to celebrate, and even one of the most powerful men in the world joined in. Before Sunday's Mass, Pope Francis blessed thousands of Harley-Davidson motorcycles and their riders. And the company even gave him a black leather vest and two white Harleys for the Vatican Police Force. Now that I've got to see the Pope in a black leather vest. About a month ago, we showed you a new electric car that's reviving the brand name Detroit Electric. We've got more to show you about that car right after this. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. Since the delivery of the first Detroit Electric SP01 sports car is being delayed by at least a month, we decided to give you a look at what helps make this car tick. Here's Sean McElroy with that report. Detroit Electric first started producing rechargeable lead-acid battery-powered cars in 1907, but as gas-powered vehicles became easier to operate and less expensive, sales of the Detroit Electric dropped until it went out of business in 1939. However, the brand was revived in 2008, and its new SP01 sports car is using a much different and unique battery system. The, the battery is a lithium-ion uh, battery pack. It uses conditioned air to cool and heat the pack. So the pack can be used in any environmental condition. Uh, the reason why we don't have to use liquid for the thermal management, which some other companies do, is because the type of battery we choose has a very low internal resistance. So that means when you draw the energy out, it doesn't heat up very much. Also unique to Detroit Electric is its SAMI system, or Smartphone Application Managed Infotainment System. It provides access from anywhere in the world to a variety of in-car functions, including things like interior temperature, the radio, and even lighting. SAMI also plays a role in the vehicle's battery management system. The Detroit Electric SP01 is a car that's great fun to drive, but you might not want to drive it every day. We, we have designed a battery management system uh, that kind of acts like the system in your computer. So what it does is it monitors the status of the car, it keeps the system functioning, but then when the battery gets to a certain level of charge, it then starts to hibernate functions on the car. When it gets to a certain preset lower level of charge, it will then hibernate the entire car. And what that does is that means that you can leave the car for two or even three years, and then you can come back to the car and via the smartphone system, the SAMI smartphone system unique to Detroit Electric, you can then initiate a reboot, a, re a system restart of the car. Detroit Electric's patented home charging and power backup unit is called 360 Powerback. It allows the battery to be used to power more than just the SP01. And one of the very unique features of this car is its uh, bi-directional energy flow. So the car can flow energy from the grid into the battery and using our control system, it can flow energy out of the car, either into the grid, into another car, or into your home, or another device that you have, like a caravan, or whatever you want to power. So the car is really like a mobile energy storage system. You know, with the failure of so many electric car startups, you gotta wonder how Detroit Electric will figure out how to make a go of it. We'll definitely wanna keep a close eye on this one. 
Hey, before we go, I want to let you know that our guest on Out of Line After Hours this Thursday night is Don Runkel from Eco Motors, the company that's come up with an engine design that uses half the parts of today's piston engines. So join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo for some of the best insider information in the business. Anyway, that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching, and please join us again here tomorrow.